Welcome to the second half of the year. Accounting may not be finished with the official scorekeeping, but I'm sure that some of you are on your way to an excellent year. Others have not performed nearly as well. For those of you in the latter category, the question becomes, what do you do now? As you contemplate your next move, I want to share a childhood story with you. I was born in North Carolina, but my first recollections in life are growing up in Boston, Mass. I did, however, have the wonderful experience of spending summers in North Carolina farm country with my grandparents, aunts, uncles, and cousins. I remember one beautiful morning bike riding through the heavily wooded trails that connect one field to another. In perfect unison, my cousins and I skid to a stop, dropped our bikes, and immediately started shushing each other. There it is again, the oldest cousin says. Yeah, I hear it too, someone mumbles. I ask, what is it? As the designated city boy, my natural inclination was to head back to the house. But of course, the country boys did not see things that way. They wanted to check it out. We ride our bikes slowly up and down the trail to zero in on the source of the noise. We hop off our bikes and walk a few paces into the woods before we see an odd collection of splintered, rotten boards hanging precariously on the edge of a huge hole in the ground. I creep up to the hole and peer over the precipice. Just as I look down, I hear a terrifying sound and see two huge eyes peering up at me. Much to my cousin's amusement, I stumble backwards and fall. We gather our courage and all walk up to the hole for a good look. In unison, we shriek, Jenny! Jenny, the family mule that I'd known my whole life, was at the bottom of an abandoned well with no way to get out. I ride my bike like the wind to retrieve my grandfather. He paces around the well, examines every angle, and shakes his head. Then he says, y'all stay here. I'll be right back with some help. Shortly thereafter, I could see the old pickup truck loaded with shovel-wielding uncles heading our direction. I am completely relieved as I envision them digging Jenny out of the well. The men shoo my cousins and me away and assume our positions around Jenny. They whisper amongst themselves, then unexpectedly close their eyes and silently bow their heads. They abruptly start shoveling and Jenny shrieks and brays like the whole world was ending. To my surprise, they're not digging Jenny out, they're covering her up. Every time a shovel full of dirt hits her back, she wails. Now, I'm not going to say I was crying, but I will admit some dirt got in my eyes and caused them to water a bit. Seems like a lot of folks had dirt in their eyes that day. The uncles shovel quietly and Jenny seems to settle down and accept her fate. Then an unexpected thump comes from the well. A few more shovels of dirt drop into the well and clump clump comes from the hole. My grandfather edges a bit closer to check the progress, just as another set of thumps erupt from the well. He unexpectedly smiles and enthusiastically instructs my uncles to keep shoveling. Now, you know me, I can't take this anymore, so I climb a tree to see for myself what's going on in that hole. Sure enough, I get a good look at Jenny just as a few more shovels of dirt hit her back. 
sweating and exhausted. Her eyes look like she's doing everything she can to hold her panic at bay. Then she shakes the dirt off her back and steps up. You know the rest of the story. Despite everyone coming to bury her, Jenny keeps shaking that dirt off her back and climbs right out of that well. Now I ask you what my grandfather asked me that day. What will you do when you're in a hole and dirt hits your back? Will you wail and scream about the injustice? Do you quietly accept your fate and allow yourself to get buried alive? Or will you shake that dirt off your back, son, and triumphantly climb out of that hole? Thanks for listening. I'd love to hear your questions or comments at samasolomon.info.